What is it about ballet, Danny? Right. That you think movies seem to have found so terrifying? <laughs> because we have Suspiria. You know, girl joins a ballet school. Spoilers. Turns out to be run by witches. <laughs> Spoiling the film right out there. In the first Thirty seconds of the. <laughs> well, you podcast. know, you know what? As I've always said. I, if people are going to listen to this podcast, like you should have either seen the movie yeah. or not cared enough to watch the movie and just listen anyway. I feel so like most we'll of just... our movies lend themselves to not really caring. I think they do, but at the same time, we've covered so many that I'm like, I just want everyone to watch it. I want to <laughs> scream from that. Like House, big time. Hmm. House is one I think every person who's remotely interested in a film should watch. Um, and the same when we talked last week about uh, True Stories. Like <clears throat> yeah. It's a, a film that kind of not defies you know explanation but it's a hard one to sell to someone it's mm. like you you do just need to kind of see it to um to leave um anyway ballet but yes yeah, so ballet so because if we have suspiria as i said yeah girl joins a, a ballet school which turns out to be run by witches mm. uh you've got you know black swan yeah i can't remember the plot of that movie she turns into a swan yeah spoilers for black swan. was that the spo- was that the plot <laughs> um yeah i she does she turns into a, mm. she's slowly turned into a swan but there's also other stuff happening mm. um you know you've got uh from the avengers you've got uh what's her face black widow black widow mm. some ballet going on there what is it do you think danny about ballet that movies seem to find so horrific or stressful is know? it that like maybe that contrast between it being such an elegant and dainty and like delicate looking dance but does take like a horrific amount of discipline. Discipline to mm. learn. So I was thinking about a that. contrast in that. I was thinking about that because there does seem to be. There was a lot of that in Suspiria, which well, you know, we'll explain mm. the plot and stuff later. But this is kind of the first cold opening we've ever done that's just about the movie. <laughs> but um, but like there was kind of a lot of that of uh, you know, there, there there's a scene in the movie where she quite literally can't stand, and the teacher is still like, no. Oh, no you must get up and <laughs> you will you dance i need to see what you can do and you're like she she looks pale as a ghost she's gonna collapse any moment maybe give her a rest <laughs> um or it, it could also be that like at one point not as much recently but at one point ballet was considered an extremely feminine thing so mm. almost to contrast that extremely feminine idea like um feminine identity in it with just horror or action or something like mm. that um might be a it's like oh what's the most feminine dance you can think of ballet well it turns out they kill people <laughs> i was thinking that do you think there's an element of you know this film's from 1977 do you think there's an element of you know maybe this film's terrifying to men because men don't understand ballet what is ballet men don't take part in ballet that's not, that's, that's a one of those women thing isn't it yeah it's one of those lady things yeah the lady things they do the only men who take part in this movie they're freaks, weirdos. Uh, I got long hair. Weird long. One of them's got had all his teeth removed and replaced with fake teeth. Well, he wasn't a ballet in fact. Like one of them's blind. He he was yeah. He was See, just blind. So none of them were involved. What were they all doing there, Danny? Let's get into it. <laughs> What's up, people of Peopleton? Welcome to Second Opinion Movie Podcast. I'm your host and Billy Elliot himself, Scott Morrison. Hey, that's nice. Thank you. I can't dance for shit. No, neither can I good we should not dance together yeah and just you know we'll stand at the bar yeah get a drink nod at the people if we're, if we're forced to come nod on, at each other yeah <laughs> no, nod at the dancers and okay uh, if we're forced to come out we'll do some like just some small movements with arms yeah just a, just a little just small of... movements with arms was my favorite <laughs> Uh, sort of disco move that was popular in the eighties, like uh, small movement with arms. Small movement with arms. That's what we'll come out. We'll just you know just uh, your hips are ever so slightly gyrating. Not too much though. You don't want to give away the uh, <laughs> movement in them. You're like oh, and then you give that sort of look of what am I like? Here oh, I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the thing. It's because anytime I've been involved in a situation where I've had to dance, it's I don't think. It's not like a oh like I I am not gonna dance like I'll dance like I ro- like I do it funny like as like an ironic thing like I do it funny I do it like 
in a piss takey way because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> so I just have this look of like, bloody look at me. What am I like up here trying to dance when I can't dance? What the madness? Just looking for any kind of excuse yeah. to go bench yourself. <laughs> it's not a good time. Um, but yeah, we're on. We're on a bloody episode two. We're trucking through season this, this season three weird movie madness. Uh, and we just watched a real weird one. Or was it real weird? We'll get into it. Uh, called Suspiria from 1977, which is a, I guess, Italian American. Oh, is it Italian? Well, the director's Italian. Okay. But then the film is set in Germany. Yeah. With a largely American cast. Or, I guess, not largely, but. What they say there were seven American girls. Yeah. At least the two main girls are American. And it's an English speaking film. And it's an English speaking film. <laughs> dubbed over. <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like dubbed over in the sense that like the film was in no, Italian I know, I and even... then as in the whole film has been they've had to obviously dub it. Hmm. Which I get which was quite a common thing in, yeah. in the, that kind of era. But it is bizarre. There are certain scenes where you, two characters are speaking to each other and you just don't feel like any of them are in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Sounds like just these ominous voices coming from nowhere. <laughs> um So yeah, so yeah, we watched we watched Suspiria. Suspiria, as I kind of mentioned up top, uh is about an American girl who moves to Germany to start at a prestigious ballet school. Yeah. Um What happens after that, Scott? Well, Immediately upon arrival, she starts to notice some very bizarre things. Uh, a girl on her first night there, uh, one of the other students runs off and is found the next day brutally murdered. Um, there are maggots falling from the roofs. Uh, there's another man who's, you know, eaten by his dog. Um, and, you know, there starts to be kind of rumblings amongst the students that, you know, maybe the school isn't just a ballet school, maybe... There's some deeper, darker occult things going on. It's about four brutal murders later. They're going, do you know there's something weird happening here? <laughs> like, it's just weird, isn't it? Um, What did you What did you think of Suspiria? I liked it. Yeah? Uh, I liked it stylistically, I think. Yeah? I, I think I, I was really heavy into the style that mm. they were doing. I'm not sure, like, there are obviously some technical stuff that's weird with this film. Uh, especially audio mixing, as we mentioned, dubbing. Yeah, and there was a, there was an issue of the the music is very very loud, and the dialogue is very yeah. very quiet. Yeah, um, which was I had to send a Facebook message to my flatmate halfway through the movie apologizing if it was too loud. But I was like, we literally can't hear the dialogue if we don't have this turned right up. So, uh, so there's some like like some technical stuff that you don't want to get too hung up yeah i do i wonder if any of that is to do with the copy Uh, we watched we watched on amazon prime yeah but it Um, does seem weird like well amazon prime's still like what's the word it's still like a professional yeah yeah yeah. i can't imagine it getting a bad copy yeah i just wonder if maybe if we were to watch say like the kind of 4k like blu-ray release you know if there would be those same kind of issues um because i know this film has recently been restored okay um maybe that's a big help. 4k restoration i wonder if maybe they've done some remix in there mm. that would would that it definitely needs it it mm. wouldn't take long to just like just uh, just just crank it up <laughs> just a wee bit chuck it in adobe premiere <laughs> and just just up you go <laughs> just the whole track or at least give us some subtitle options that yeah that <laughs> yeah, was a disappointment yeah because we're just so struggling to understand what they're saying and at the yeah. end of every scene us going i think what they said <laughs> well we kind of got uh, we kind of got past that yeah but we got definitely there was a few moments where i think a lot of kind of heavy exposition was being delivered and we're really struggling to hear what is being said. Um, um, but no, no, it's not just the technical stuff. I, as I say, I love this film stylistically, but there are some like sort of the way the characters are written and stuff that I am. Um, I was like, I was never really that invested in the main character, or never really like scared for her, and they're never fully like getting engrossed into like the story itself. Mm-hmm. But like, I was always just like in awe of just every sort of scene, how it looked, and like, oh wow, that just looks amazing it's funny you said that this isn't a german um, film because uh well at least not in terms of the director because it was very german expressionism like yeah. turned up to the max yeah um so their we, use of color is like you said t- turned up to 11 yeah um 
uh, and but and even just the design of the the school where like the doors are just extraordinarily mm. big and the corridors don't quite look like they make sense and it's almost over designed to but like in an interesting way um even like the headmistress's like office you you walk in and you i think you said yourself it's like this is a really cool office yeah. it's just kind of mental um but like i, I really like that stylistic there's that sort of um german expressionism i was just like um i just wish that like they also kind of gave you like characters and story and some more natural dialogue because mm. some of the dialogue comes off as really bizarre you don't think any of that has to do with the style of it the way the dialogue is handled i mean if it is i don't know what's the point because mm. like uh you'd because it's not just a dialogue of the people that are supposedly the witches. It's also the dialogue between the girls in the ballet place that yeah. some of it comes off as really unnatural. Some of it comes off as really bizarre. And you're like, the better way to do it would be to have the witches come off, the people that are posing as witches to come off weird. And then the ballet people to come off as natural and more in sync. And then, then you'd realize, then you'd be more able to see like the divide between them. Mm. See, that's interesting because I always thought Throughout the whole film, I I thought the only person who seemed natural was the main character. Yeah. And I thought that, again, was adding to that contrast of that she was so different to everybody else in the school. I get that. Um, but then the, the other girls aren't in on it. The, other, the mm. other girls in the school aren't a part of the witch conspiracy. That we know of. Well, yeah. Because I was thinking about... Because, like, one of the opening scenes of the film and what i think one of my favorite scenes is uh when she first arrives in the locker room of all the girls and one of the girls comes up to her and another girl who's sitting next to her it's like oh so your name is what was her name again susan susan uh and your name is sally sarah sarah yeah and it's like oh two names that begin with an s and it's like i hear that names that begin with s are snakes and she starts like shouting like hissing at them both and then the other girl starts turning around and like sticking her tongue out and like threatening her and stuff and like right off the bat you're like none of these people are on a kind of normal level because the main character reacts the way you would react she's just doesn't she sees that something very bizarre is going on but she doesn't want to like interact with it because yeah just let them do their weird thing (laughs) Uh, you're new, you know you're new. Uh, you're the new <laughs> you don't want to stick out like, right you're, off you're the not bat. quite in rhythm with the banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, well, you're, the reason you're quiet when you go to a new workplace is because you're not quite in rhythm with the banter. You don't really, you're not sure what the level of the banter is yet. Imagine if you went went into your work on day one and someone was like, oh, Danny, I hear people whose names are given with D are dickheads. They're like, whoa, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> do you laugh do you cry they've insulted you danny uh, they've insulted my what mom. are you gonna do about it i take my glove i slap in the face <laughs> pistols at dawn uh i i read um on imbd trivia imbd i am i in, 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 in give it a stroke <laughs> do you want to pause uh, uh, uh imdb imdb Yes, letters, they're hard, aren't they? They certainly are. They sometimes are not in the right order. (laughs) Is the thing. Um, (laughs) That the script was originally written for 12-year-old girls. That was supposed to be... Yes, I read that today as well. um, That was supposed to be the level... uh, And they didn't want to make it with 12 years old uh, because with a violent film like that, they knew it would be likely to be banned. Mm. Um, But... He, uh, while bumping the age up to 20 he decided the director decided not to change the dialogue which would make sense for that snakes ah, thing that's interesting which is probably that's re- I didn't read that part that's yeah well that's what I, I read and I was like that prob- that could possibly obviously is why some of their dialogue comes off as unnatural because it's just a bit too mm. young for him but then that's almost I mean you could say it's deliberate but see it's I almost kind of bought into the weird like I said earlier, I kind of bought into just the weird tone of the film and I thought the dialogue was just part of that aesthetic. Um, I I just feel like maybe between the ballets, the ballet dancers themselves, it could have been more natural. Mm. Especially because I kind of like got to the point where I was, I kind of realised without unnaturally, like outside the film, um, bringing, me, uh, bringing me out of the film going, 
oh, Susan and Sarah are like friends now. They're mm. like are close. They like talk and like Susan's the new person who's come in, but Sarah then starts talking about how weird the teachers are acting, and then they're like, yeah, she's in Susan's room, and they're talking about um, the the way the teachers walk around the the school and stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, so it's. Sarah's no longer like a weird one she's actually they're they're friends Mm. um, and that's like that's a connection they're supposed to have even though I don't quite feel it as much Um, which would have made if they'd connected that bit when um, Sarah dies halfway through the film it would have been a bit more I feel like it should have had a bit more of an impact on Susan but it doesn't Susan's quite cold and when she phones Sarah's dad going uh, your daughter seems to have run away or she doesn't know that she's been murdered but she just thinks she's run away she's quite cold in that she's not mm. really like yeah you don't feel that there's a connection it's only it's you kind of feel like cold mechanically outside looking at the script going oh they are supposed to be friends now they're supposed to be close friends mm. I almost think I almost think sometimes with like older films like that as well I give almost a bit of leeway to an extent, yeah, mm. but then there's some films. I mean, you're talking. This is after Star Wars, after Superman, after Jaws. I guess that's true. But it's a very different. I know type it's of different. Film. It's the same way that you know. It's the, yeah, same it's way more... you can get like. You know, you still get your your Batman's and your Superman's now, hmm. but you're also getting. You know, you'll get your your witches or whatever. Which, I guess, maybe not the witch, but like. You know what I mean, like films that are told different like mm. differently stylistically and so yeah um i don't know it's like in terms of script it sounds it feels like um i don't actually know did the director write this script i don't know because it feels like it would be um a kind of thing where the director has ideas for how he visually wants it to look but it's not too concerned about mm. how the story connects together i understand giving it a leeway it's not it's like not like a it's an italian director so he's like maybe not quite on like grips of the english language because some of the strange way they strange ways they talk is like it's overwritten one of there are, there's there's definitely yeah there's definitely some moments that are overwritten what a bit that stood out to me was um and this isn't even so much this is dialogue but it's not a dialogue between hmm. anyone it's when it's towards the end and the main character is listening to footsteps <clears throat> and she starts counting the footsteps and you get what she's doing yeah but then out loud she feels the need to say if I walk as many footsteps as I've counted, I can find the door that they're going to. And it's like, well, yeah, we got that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not too hard. It's like a video game where they have to explain it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but even in simple stuff, one of the things that caught me off guard was the weird line. Um, what was it again? Um, you have no ballet shoes today. You can bar- um, you can borrow some off a girl who has two pairs. Why? I don't understand why that's but weird. It's, to it's, you. That's not a natural way to say that. You wouldn't say. You wouldn't say. Why not? Um, no, because you you, you can borrow them off someone who has two pairs. I don't feel that's natural. Or maybe it's the performance, the way she delivers the line, but it just doesn't feel quite natural. It feels like there's a lot. Like if you were actually in a situation where someone would say something as that, there'd be a lot more shortcuts you would take. Even if, <laughs> like uh, just in natural English language, you go, you can borrow a pair off someone. Um, you wouldn't have to imply that that person would have two pairs because of course they would have two pairs. Otherwise, how would they ever lent you one? I don't know. I just feel that there's few lines of dialogues that just sort of you're like that's not how a human being would say that and i guess you could you could because the the character who says that does turn out to be a witch so you could say something like that i just not sure if it is a stylistic choice at all mm. see it's just interesting because there's a scene there's a scene where you're talking about the the dialogue between the main character and her supposed friend mm. um there's a scene where they're quietly at night discussing that they think that the headmaster of the school is behind the curtain that they're standing at, and they're both leaned in very close and they're both whispering to each other like i found that like incredibly engaging like i kind of felt like i wanted to like lean in with them and be like okay what's, 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 what's going on here what are we, what are we talking about you <clears throat> um because i just found that dialogue between them like really really interesting and the same where like when her friend is susan Who's the main character? Susan's the main character. Susan and Sarah, Sarah is her friend. When Sarah has dug up the note from the girl in the beginning of the film that kind of 
confirms that there there may be witches in the school and she's trying frantically to wake her up and she's like you know screaming at her what she's found like again i found that like really quite like exhilarating because you get the sense that there's something coming after and there's a lot of like urgency in that that moment but yeah i I don't think i I don't think i I get i get yeah i get your um what you're saying i don't think i found it as yeah i don't think i found it as jarring as you did i don't think i i think i was generally with it all the way because i just kind of got into the the style of the film and was happy just to accept that that was a part of it um the one that i think is uh not so much standout but i was thinking about i was thinking about how old this film is and how it still abides by so many tropes of kind of modern horror Hmm. and a bit that really particularly stood out to me was the scene where she talks to the doctor the expert the witch expert which is such a fucking thing of modern horror movies which is that about three quarters of the movie before the final act starts the character will go to just an expert on the topic whether you're dealing with exorcisms or ghosts or fucking weird goblin men there's always there's always a guy that you can call on skype who yeah or multiple yeah split does it yeah of course like there's always just a man or a woman on skype that you could just call and they'll tell you exactly what you need to know so many even horror movies that i really like like sinister is ridiculously guilty of it he calls up uh wilson fisk from daredevil and just has him give ethan hawk expository dialogue so that for the last act you understand exactly how the ghost operates rather than just conveying that to us yeah through the movie um is that because i don't really feel like the only thing that that scene added was if you kill the head of the coven or covenant coven no it's a coven of witches isn't it if you kill the head of the coven all the witches will die surely there's another much more interesting way that the film could have conveyed that than just a scene of dialogue with a random expert who pops up you know hmm. before the final act because it's literally then pretty much the next scene is the final act so yeah i guess yeah there's a pro- there's definitely a more natural way you could put it in hmm. it's very strange is it like i think even if she had if she had done that because at the end of the movie she kills the head the wi- of the witch yeah. coven by stabbing her through the neck and then as she's running outside you see the other witches melt who are now like bleeding from the neck and it's like you know again visually we would have got that hmm. it almost but I, I, almost in a way it feels like the film doesn't trust the audience to keep up with that kind of thing i feel like i would say that more if this was a modern film but i think because of the time it was made in they may have i don't know they may have been given more leeway maybe this was more yeah i wondered that as well because like if this was a modern film um which we'll talk about later yeah if it were a modern <laughs> that'll film, tie in um do you think there's any mystery in this film like anything any real mystery that's happening i guess like because it's a it's a the wit the witches control the school uh and i guess the only real mystery that you find out is that they're witches because you know something supernatural is happening and you get introduced fairly early on that who whatever the supernatural thing is brutal murders Mm -hmm. and even whereas the music starts in this you like and there's like a weird talking creepy man in the soundtrack itself you know it's a horror mm. film straight away so really it's almost like it might as well be a um just a spin the wheel of so what monster have we got today is it vampires <laughs> is it werewolves is it witches oh like, come on everybody gather around and we'll find out like apart from that it doesn't really matter because you know you like you suspect that it's the teachers that are the creepy thing um well you could say that the students might be included in that but you either guess it's the teachers of the students or just the teachers um there's no real twist on that eventually you just find out yeah they're all creepy and yeah. they're all murderers and um maybe i'm not sure i want to say that that might be the product of a time where there's less mystery but then i'm like mm, is that the 70 the late 70s there's already a lot of exploitation horror Do you think films there's an element there. with a lot of horror movies though where that's the case where at the end of the day you are just waiting to find out is then, it ghosts is it witches is it <laughs> yeah but then there's usually a lot of them there's some sort of twist mm. something that like maybe the reveal of why they're there or something like that like maybe it's this person haunted i don't know i'm not the biggest horror film fan any, um, anyway so 
But like, it seems to me that there was, if there's supposed to be any mystery, there's none in this film. Hmm. Unless maybe at the time there is more mystery because you don't I would, know what's again, happening. Again, yeah, I think you ah. do have to take into context, I guess, that the film is hmm. close to 50 years old at this point. But the so. late 70s still had a lot of exploitation hmm. horror films already happened. So I don't know. It's kind of hard without living in that era to go, is this film like, was this film mysterious at all? Or yeah. is it just you just waiting? Because there is definitely weird kind of, I think... I don't know about you, but like I felt like I, yeah, I'd figured it out, hmm. kind of towards the end of the film, before the even, before the girl even kind of comes to her and with the note, and it's like they are definitely witches. <laughs> I felt like I'd kind of already worked out where it was going to go hmm. from there. So I guess that's an element of that, and I will be very interested to see how people react to the remake that's coming out this yeah. year. The whole reason we're watching that, well, not the whole reason we're watching this, but. Uh, you haven't seen the trailer for the remake there's a remake coming out directed by the director of Common By Your Name starring Dakota Johnson Fifty Shades of Grey fame which we've both seen yeah we saw Fifty Shades of Grey together we we certainly did (laughs) we certainly did (laughs) didn't we I forgot about that Um, and yeah I wanted to watch this film because I, I wanted to kind of have done my research before going into the movie mm. but i also thought it would be kind of interesting to talk about a film like this and how that might translate to modern day but seeing how kind of like what you're saying how kind of at least in terms of story stylistically i think this film is quite unique yeah. which we'll we'll talk about but i do i, I do agree with you there i guess story-wise i don't think it's something people will take to as much now because mm. It is something that's quite straightforward. Formulaic yeah. at this point. Yeah. Straightforward. Straightforward. Yeah. It's very it's a very straightforward film and I guess there's nothing wrong with it. I just wondered if they were they were even trying to give mystery. Yeah. Um or whether it was just the director wanting to do film some cool stuff. Hmm. It's my tummy making rumbles, Danny. <laughs> that's okay. It's just the old house settling. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You're all bad. Uh, <laughs> um, so, well, let's talk about... You already kind of briefly touched on the the style, uh, the kind of German expressionism, which you'll definitely probably be able to talk about a lot more than I will. Um, but what kind of... Well, you've yeah, you've talked about what you liked about it stylistically. I I really like the the use of color in this film. Is seems so over the top, hmm. but again, it just it just really added to it. There was a, pretty much every room is at nighttime. Pretty much every room is lit a specific color, and I thought like one I really liked is uh, their bedroom is always lit in a very bright blue, and then right outside their room the kind of safety of their blue room there is it's the hallway is just a bright blood red Hmm. um and a scene that i thought was a really cool use of color was when the when sarah has worked out that they're witches the room turns from blue to green the moment she hears someone coming towards her and i like that kind of idea that like she's now worked out that where she is is no longer safe and that kind of color clash happens okay um i really like that it's pretty damn cool that's a really cool use of color um it was the same kind of towards the end when she was getting closer to the witches it goes very yellow hmm. which right i feel like i don't know i feel like green and yellow are colors i feel like you would i would associate with like old school witches well you I could guess. definitely a hundred percent green because hmm. you think of the wicked witch of the west being yeah. green and stuff like that yellow is just not far off of green mm. anyway and it kind of witches kind of make you think of like colors that can be disgusting in any way like yeah. unnatural for your for skin or something is yellow and mm. green and stuff like that because even there's a scene where they 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 have to move out of their rooms and all sleep in the i guess the school gym or something yeah something like that and again it's lit bright blood red because again i feel like it's kind of their outside <clears throat> that sanctuary and um 
it's just a very i mean imagine <laughs> imagine if the if you stayed somewhere like that and like oh we're gonna turn out the lights now they turn it off and it's just a blood red <laughs> hue like filling the room imagine how terrifying that would be i think how much it must cost to paint all these walls yeah. over there because they they don't seem they don't they look freshly painted it doesn't seem like they faded yeah. a bit it's not like red but it's a little bit of faded but it's a bright red like yeah. striking red um even to, but the designs uh a design that one of the buildings that really stood out to me was um the apartment building at the beginning hmm. when she steps into the main hallway of that that looks like something out of the grand budapest hotel yeah it's it's stunning hmm. um i feel like his use of kind of very wide shots to get in as much hmm. image as he can um to kind of get as yeah like as much of these kind of like amazing sets that they built in again is really great um, do you have anything to say about that? <laughs> no, I agree. The style, like as I said, stylistically, is really, really cool. And I like as talking about the colors there. Um, I really like the use of color. It's as I say, a very striking film. Like um, every set just looks just it, like you'd say fun to film in. Like it just mm. every set is just so um, interestingly made, and it's got that sort of the trademarks of um, German expressionism, like being like massive doors that almost just don't make sense in mm. reality and like ceilings that are ridiculous and like the very weird meticulous detail everything like it's kind of like not most rooms are designed yeah. how an architect would design a room to be lived in um i just it's they just look so look so vivid and real and obviously yeah. it's like real sets because it's 1977 and You'd hope that any remake that happens wouldn't go green screen with this we'll sort of stuff. Talk about later, <laughs> um, because it looks so real and vivid, and that's kind of it. Almost feels like, as I say, because I like the story and script not being quite the same. It feels like this is what he wanted to make. He wanted to make um, this kind of film. He mm. wanted to make something that was bright and struggling, like a horror, um, but it's not as dark like most horrors usually are. It's not so shadowy and black and lack it of really light. is not. Um, it's any everything but almost. Yeah, it? that's um, I'd be something that'd be really interesting to watch in the the trailer for the remake mm. to see if they if they they darken it. Um, They'll probably go dark. They um, try and make it uh, like lack of light. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that use of color being used, or at the very least, like accepted. <clears throat> In a more kind of modern, uh, excuse me, modern setting. I didn't like. It would be interesting to try to see them try. I think mm. it'd be a lot more in uh, and uh, like a really noble effort to go. Let's just go fucking ape shit with these colors and see this happen. Do you think that they would try and mute that like style? I think they might. Yeah, so that like it's less stylistic. I'm not saying that the director of Come by Your Name is. I mean, Come by Your Name is the only film. Oh, well, I've seen two films by him. I've seen Come by Your Name and a bigger splash latter of which i'm not the biggest fan of okay um but i think call me by your name is a a beautifully shot film um and the same with the bigger splash but again those are both more those are dramas hmm. or romantic dramas suspiria you don't have that angle anymore like he kind of i feel like at least as far as i'm aware he's going into territory that he's not tackled before hmm. so i am just really curious to see how much of either that the kind of style of the original film he takes or how much of just his own style he tries to move forward with the style is the one i think has been doing the most interesting mm. to see what because that would... is the most interesting part of this film, right. um although saying that maybe that the perfect thing perfect way to remake this film would be to focus more on the story because mm. uh, that's always kind of the best thing um you can have with a remake is like it's like the it film like nobody's really all that fussed about the original mm. it like um, apart from Tim Curry's performance, and so apparently take... a bunch of people on the internet who oh, it's so much better. Is it? Is it better? Um, is it? No. Is it internet? Look, internet. It's just not. Take your nostalgia glasses off. Um, like taking something that wasn't that great to begin with and remaking it mm. is like. It's how you get the greatest remakes of all time. Films that you forget are remakes, like The Thing and Scarface, yeah. that you just totally forget are remakes because they took something that was was okay and then it's like. Fine. Like uh, um, did something else with it. It'd be cool to see if, like, he would like even if he because he's so um, such a um, dramatic director before, he could take maybe even some drama between some of the students in the ballet thing and um, see if that interweaves in the story. I don't know how you would do that, 
but you know mm. it would it would make for engaging characters if they had drama between themselves and how that related to the um wider story mm. yeah well basically he could like the style it'd be interesting to see how he does the style but like also be interesting to see if he does something with the story yeah well um we're gonna we're gonna kind of watch the we're gonna watch the trailer <coughs> towards the end of this episode and then yeah. we have a little we'll both just watch it live because i've not seen it either so no, i'm excited to, be... to see just by the trailer what what we're giving all i know is that dakota johnson is in it i know she's the main character your favorite of course is she <laughs> don't think i've ever mentioned I feel, I her think in my life. she just, was in a bigger splash actually. um i think you just like saying the name dakota johnson yeah you said it quite a few times isn't you? dakota johnson dakota johnson she is in the social network i think that's one of her yes. first appearances she slept on sean parker and then she gets scared because she thinks there's a snake in the room Sean, Riz, Sean Parker's in there, bloody! Oh, I got him. It's all coming back around. <laughs> um, I guess since Suspiria is a horror movie, how scary did you find said horror movie? Not in the sense of like, oh my god! Like, but you know, did you find it unnerving? Did you find it unsettling? Um, because I really did. You did. I did. See, I didn't the much. moments where I was shouting, where I was like, oh, like that was genuine. Like, uh, it was freaking me out. I feel that there was like shock gore moments mm. but i wouldn't say that like horrifying as much as it's like oh that's a horrible thing to happen to a human being mm. there's definitely the film de- it opens on a big time shock kind of gore mm. moment when the character who initially runs away from the the school is stabbed to death quite vi- quite fucking violently and a lot and to the point where a part of her chest has come off and you see the heart and then he starts stabbing the heart um but again it's like so then she crashes through this huge stained glass mirror yeah or stained glass window and it's like as brutal as what is happening you can't help but get like wow the set is like gorgeous that that shot looked amazing Uh, and just in case you thought she might survive she gets caught in a noose and then just hangs from the ceiling. That's kind of as gory as it gets, though. Yeah. I would say. The rest is a lot more kind of... I did wonder at the time, though, whether they could get any more gory than that. Because, mm. like, it's a, it's a brutal it's a stabbing. Brutal opening. I thought we were in, in for a kind heart. of much, di- like, dark... Well, not dark. I thought we were going to be in for a much more violent movie mm. than we were. But it never really gets worse than that. No. Um, but I found the scene with the maggots very disturbing. Um, yeah, I would, just to cl- yeah. clarify there's a scene in the movie where um, the character is brushing her hair she finds a maggot in her hair and then she starts finding you know she finds several and then she looks up and maggots are falling from the ceiling and the whole ceiling is covered in maggots and it's pretty I don't know there's something about maggots that's just like just gets me I don't like them I don't get them they're just this fucking parasite <laughs> that just fucking moves about and eats away and I, I hate them and so that scene i felt like really something as simple as just take this tiny little thing and just put fucking tons of them there is a is lot like, of them yeah but i wouldn't say i was disturbed in the horror sense it's more of disturbed in the oh you guys really need to clean up here this is this is, this is if guests came around this would yeah, be awfully embarrassing what if the queen was here what if she came we'd all be in trouble <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. Uh, I liked it. Um, um, uh, but is that even is that even supernatural? Because they find out that in the cellar there is a box of like food that was sent to them, but it turns out it was off. I ass- yeah, I assume it's still supernatural though. I, like there's a lot. Of there's magnets. no. That's a lot magnets, of maggots. maggots. Yeah, that's a lot, and not even in the vicinity of the food. Like they open the box and there's fuck tons in the box eating the food, but. There's just thousands all over the floor of this room. Mm. Like, you can't seriously be telling me that that's all. But what are, are they trying to? Because like that's why they go to the dorm that's set up in the gym, which we described mm, earlier. But what would be the other story? Like, like what? what mm. What's the like? I mean, is it to get them in that place? Do the witches want them there? I mean, why did the witches think? Right, what are we going to do today? Ah. Uh, d- uh, Del- no names came to my head at that point. Um, <laughs> Look, your job today is to make sure the whole ceiling is just, I like, riddled. I like, filled with maggots. Like, just 
Get so many of them. Like, mm. a ridiculous amount of... That's what you... Why? Um, you can order them. Uh, we don't have Amazon <laughs> yet, but you can find a way. <laughs> we have Amazon, but we'd ha- we have Amazon Prime. Not Amazon, but we have Amazon Prime. So they'll get it delivered quickly. Oh, you know that if that scene happens in the new movie, it's going to be CGI mag- maggots. Oh. You know they're not going to use real maggots. I suppose with CGI maggots, you could also, like, you could just increase the numbers by, like, almost, I guess, a terrifying amount. Like, mm. be so many of them. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. In this context, I guess you're right, yeah. I guess it just adds <clears throat> to the... Maybe it was just rotting food, but I guess it just adds to the unsettling nature of... rotten food might be interesting, because, like, if it's... If those characters have lived a long time... And they've just forgotten about this food that was there for them a long yeah. time ago. Like they say, oh, it was delivered the other day, and it must have been yeah, the, uh, the other day. <laughs> yeah, they must have. They just must have delivered some rotten food. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, and you're like, oh, maybe it's because you guys have been here so long, you just forgot about that food, and it's like rotted to like an extraordinary yeah. amount. Because um, obviously, the main witch that founds the um, church about church uh, school. 1905 she founds it mm-hmm. uh, and I guess this is set in 1977 so she's still alive at the end so I guess she, if she's been there that long there might be food that's just left in there um, mm. that just got infested with maggots might not even be supernatural it's a lot of maggots I guess maybe it is meant to be kind of more implying that the, the place has been around for a long time yeah that makes a lot of sense from a story point of view um, the other part that I, I genuinely found quite unsettling is um when Sarah's character is being chased by the murderer mm. and um, she manages to get through the door and she slams the door shut and puts the, the clamp down on it and it's just just the slow manner in which he slides his knife through the gap in the door okay. and starts trying to move the lock off itself Like even though all you would have to do is just hold the lock down I just found something like really it was just the way it was handled Very where, deliberate. where it and there was something interesting in that scene as well and this happened a couple of times where they dropped the music so that feels very suddenly yeah that feels like a really intense moment when the the knife slowly comes through and the music's you know building and it's fucking loud as hell because of the weird coffee we were watching and um you know you can hear it scraping away and then the music drops and it's just that scraping noise as she is trying to you know climb up out this window and I thought that kind of added to this sense of like when you pull away the you know the music the film side of things and you're just left with the sound you would hear which is the scraping of that door like the idea that just a simple sound like that behind that sound is something that wants to kill her Hmm. like I found that quite unnerving as well Um, and then that is quickly followed by she goes into a room filled with what we initially thought was barbed wire and then it's not it's, it's like a big room of just it's just metallic wire cabling kind yeah of stuff, isn't it? it's weird but she gets all tangled up in it you and think, even though it wasn't barbed wire i was like that was still stressful to yeah. watch you think they would make it barbed wire mm. there's a real reason not to have made it barbed mm. wire yeah, there's certainly because like, then what is that stuff like? Yeah, what's it do to there? Because it's like because you don't even see it coming. She like tries to step across something and then she just falls into it, and it's so sudden that you don't even know it's there. That's how sudden it is. Yeah, and we and it's weird because we both were shocked because oh my god, she's fallen into a ridiculous amount of barbed wire, and like the shock is really yeah, real. Yeah, the, the shock <laughs> was really real. Yeah, and then you start to realize it's not barbed wire, and it's not good she's still tangled up in it yeah. and it's like getting really tight around her like it's gripping onto her but you are like well at least, at least it's not bad why yeah. Sarah? <laughs> but you're right with a kind of opening the way the opening is why it isn't barbed wire is kind of is kind of strange hmm. you know because you've already went violent <laughs> you're willing to go a little further and that would be horrible scene like graphically horrible mm. just the idea of like her tangled up in barbed wire oh, oh. But it's still a very, like I said, it's still a very stressful scene. Hmm. And then she doesn't make it out of it, and she's killed. Yeah. But she does sad. come back. But um, I really liked the there's this, the second moment towards the end of the film where that happens again, where they drop the music. Hmm. Which I don't, I don't know. I just found it effective to just They're, suddenly kind of take a, strip away the like I said the filmmaking aspect of it and just leave you with the sounds that are going on, and that's 
I, I've always found that I re, you know what I, I watched Spider-Man 2 the other day I rewatched Spider-Man 2 there's a great scene in that when they're fighting on the side of the building when he's trying to save Aunt May hmm. and they both fall Spider-Man and Doc Ock and they cut all the music so you just have them falling and you can just hear them punching and I always really like moments like that because there are a lot of films where I do genuinely sometimes sit and I think what would this be like without all this extra stuff going on Aye. you know what I mean if it's just the, if like, you were the to just raw strip it back film. to the raw film yeah um, and I always find that really interesting and I think it just it's just effective you know you can kind of hear she slams the door and there's just the creepy atmosphere of that mm. room because she finds out she's in the, the headmaster's yeah. room she, she's running away from the guy with false teeth and uh, she did the music like really 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 loud screaming uh, and then like she finds a room, room to run into she, she closes the door and then it just all goes silent mm. but I also think that it's because the the loud weird uh, heavy rock mm. um, soundtrack is the norm for this film mm. like that's why it's more effective when it suddenly cuts mm. it because even in the part where she's waiting for the taxi at the beginning to get to the school and it's heavy rain, uh, that that soundtrack is blaring. This sort they of do weird rock. They do quite overuse that one track, don't yeah. they? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's weird rock, but it also has this like talking in it, which I mentioned earlier. There's like a, a guy talking in mm. it, and you don't know what he's saying. It's just this... And it's not. It's just a horror guy. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes there's like you think that's part of the. F- yeah. Like that's what's sometimes going you think yeah. the characters reacting to it. There's a mm. point where the the blind guy is walking through the plaza and he stops all of a sudden, and you're like, is it because of the music? Because he can hear the music. Because it just seems to. He just seems to stop for no reason, but the music is blaring and there's this voice going through it. Um, so you have this most throughout most of the film, and then when it cuts it, you suddenly like you're just aware, especially because of how loud it is in our copy. Like when it cuts, you're just suddenly so aware it's yeah. the music has stopped. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. Know, I just. I. 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 That definitely the the music that that one track did start to get a bit mm. grating on me towards the end. Um. But I seen. I seen we haven't talked about is that it, which you just reminded me of is the the blind guy. Mm. Um. And I won't talk about that because I thought that was a great way of build, like a great example of building tension. Hmm. Because he he walks out into this courtyard with his dog. He's uh. blind, seeing eye dog. Walks out into this courtyard. The dog starts barking at something, and the dog's looking around everywhere. And yeah. The camera's shooting around everywhere, and the camera's zooming in on like loads of different nooks and crannies and. You're waiting for something it's to come out. Pigeons and stuff. It's it's like... And then there's a, a shot that is from the perspective of a pigeon. And at one point, I thought, "Is this bird about to attack him?" <laughs> and like, they do such a good job. And then the dog stops barking, and the music stops, and everything's just si- and even he stops, you know, shouting, "Who's there?" And everything just stops, and you're just left to stew in this like, "What is going to happen?" For a good fifteen seconds, and then his CNI dog turns and fucking rips his throat out, and you're like holy shit <laughs> i did not see that coming um that it's it's a great like it's a great um subversion of what mm, you think that something's gonna mm. come from oh, i kept them. assuming that yeah i kept assuming that a group of the witches would come out from the shadows or you know this weird guy in the blue man suit was gonna come out or something <laughs> you know the morph suit Aye. and the fact that it's yeah they just leave you in that that 20 seconds which feels long of just waiting for what's gonna get him and then it's his own dog is I think like br- pretty masterfully set up and executed. Yeah. yeah, it's a brutal scene. It's very brutal. He's clearly ripping into a sort of juicy yeah. steak <laughs> that they've thrown the dog. Well, it's like it doesn't show you it too crazy. much to begin with because you're like you, you he jumps on it and you're like you hear the biting in the ground and you hear like sort of vague like tearing noises I guess mm. but not something as brutal as that. But then you start then like the uh, without seeing his face specifically you see the dogs like chewing on some some sort of meat or some sort you're like oh fuck he's like actually tore the yeah like flesh off the guy off the guy and he didn't see it coming yeah quite literally <laughs> good job Danny um do you have anything else you kind of want to I think mention should, about the film itself I want I think we should finish off with the do you want to delve the, into this trailer uh no I don't think we should finish off with the climax of the film oh uh, the ending um which we is when she's running away from the false teeth guy. Uh, the, I think I feel like he's the butler. He's I really also the butler. assume is he the one that has been 
committing the murders. It looks like was it. that meant to be implied because he's the one who goes for her. Yeah, there's a there's a butler. We kind of touched on him very briefly at the beginning. There's a he's, butler character. He's described who, as ugly. Yes, he's, the, the character um, described him as ugly, and he's got false teeth, mm-hmm. like very obvious. And he also teeth. can't he can't understand English. Was that that's implied oh, is in that the beginning part, yeah, as well? That sounds yeah, because they say you can call him ugly to his face. He doesn't know what you're saying, hmm. and they just smile while they say it. Um, he is kind of seen throughout the film as this just sort of ominous figure hmm. in the background, and um at the end when they're you know when they're they, they're trying to kill susan's character he's kind of the one that goes for her hmm. so i wonder if that's sort of meant to be that he's been the one in the suit the whole time yeah because he does have quite bulbous eyes and that was always the thing the, the the kind of man in in the black suit that was always the one thing you could see was these like huge bulbous eyes that he had. yeah um, yeah i guess so hmm I think I it never not that it really matters I no, guess but because they're all bad so. Mm. um so he's chasing her she goes into a secret room and uh, she sees the the old witch who founded the school mm. is behind the curtain lying down and uh, starts talking to her but like not from the the bed it's like which that, I liked as well yeah, yeah. like it's from, I love that moment when she goes up to the, the curtain and the silhouettes on the curtain she pulls back the curtain and there's nobody there I yeah thought that was. Again, it's something that has been done now yeah. to death, but if you think of it contextually, it's I think it's pretty cool. Um, so this witch is like taunting her uh, that she, the witch is invisible. Uh, then they find out there's lightning that r- reveals her outline every time it blasts, mm. which is pretty convenient for the, yeah. for, for Susan. Like whew, Susan would have been so fucked if it weren't for that lightning. Whew. Bloody fuck. Whew. Yeah. Um, but also the witch summons from the cupboard uh, Sarah's corpse. Yeah. Oh my. Yes. Sarah's. Which is where the film really takes a kind of turn in those last few minutes because there's nothing else like that in the film. Yeah. Is there? There's nothing sort of almost on the nose as mm. that. Like, because she comes back. It turns into as a Evil Dead. Yeah. All of a she sudden. comes back as like a zombie. She's um, like the, the body crashing through the shed yeah. with the chainsaw in Evil Dead 2. Like, it's. And she and she comes up looking like the dead body. She looks like she's been strangled by the not barbed wire. Mm. Stuff like that. Um, she's like a living dead person. And then you see the witch herself, who's this like insanely old woman, almost to the point where she's grown like moss on her. Mm. Like, she's um, starting to go moldy. Um, why do you see her? You see her because she stabs her. Yeah, she stabs she's, her, and that shows her yeah. like physical form. She's yeah. invisible, and then she stabs the witch, and then uh, you see the physical form. Um, and then she tries to grab her, which is just like, a sort of a gross-out thing more because mm. she's like a really disgusting old women are disgusting. Old women just, are just bloody oh, disgusting. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants it. Nobody wants them. Shout out to the old people who listen to our <laughs> podcast. Um, so there tries to touch her, and then when she dies, everybody melts from the mm-hmm. eyes with that that all every expectation film where the uh, blood is always weird really red, yeah, thing like a... uh, weird like play doh, yeah. yeah, weird just really red. And then she just walks out of the building as it burns, and just sort of jauntily gets in a taxi. I'm pretty sure, and just <laughs> it's just very like, ah, we did it, I did it, I killed ever killed all the witches, killed all good. the witches, and then the credits roll over the building as it burns and you can hear people screaming inside. Yeah, there's the other students in there still. I would assume the other students are in there still. Oh no, they've gone to the theatre. They've gone to the theatre. Oh my god. It's all come they've together. Gone to the theater. It's all pieced together. Because she's, um, Susan's on her own at one point and then she's like, she sees one of the maids and is like, where is everyone? Like, they've all gone to the theatre. They didn't invite you. Yeah. They didn't watch you there. Not your kind. Um, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she gets the opportunity, I guess, to, to like, go, to go, go find go the witches. Yeah. 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 Um, it's really bizarre. Like, everyone's gone to the theatre. It's very convenient as well. You know, thank God there was a thunderstorm well, they've the sent theater. them away so that they can kill her while they're all away, while all the okay. students are away. Ah, so they want to kill her. Yeah, because that's what they say when she goes down there. Yeah. They're like, kill, but she like, says kill it, the American girl. Yeah, she's like, oh, kill the American girl. But she says it like, oh, I've, I've got this idea, guys. No, Let's she kill doesn't. The she says it quite definitively. Well, no, no, no. But like, she says she says it as a command, which you'd think they would then follow. You, like, but he does. The, the... Yeah, but like, 
the idea that they all went to the theatre beforehand makes it seem premeditated, but then she's there. So, like, if it was premeditated to the point where they got every other student to go to the theatre, why would she then be like, kill the American girl? Because they're doing their the- weird ritual thing. Because you see that, because they hand her something to eat, and she says, kill the American girl, and then they, they give do. her something to drink, and she says, kill the American girl. So it's a ritual. And then she sees her, and points at her, and is like, go kill her. Go uh, kill the American girl. Yeah, and then that's when the... Yeah, I assume they're doing some kind of witchy... <laughs> a ritual, I if assume, you will. <laughs> I assume there's something witchy happening there. <laughs> something witchy. If, if, I don't know the ins and outs. <laughs> let's call up my friend on Skype, who's an expert on the matter. Um, if if you if you don't really know what something's happening there, just assume it's something witchy. Something <laughs> witchy. Um, should we dive into this trailer? Yes. Right. Let's do it. Let's pause there, and we will be right back. You make yourself in the image of its creator. One second later. Whoa, it's funny so quick. Alright, for you guys, it's let's nothing's happened. No need to jump in like that and scare everyone, Danny. I know we're talking about horror movies here, but we um, just watched the trailer and for you nothing happened guys how bizarre is that it's so strange watching a trailer for a film that we kind of just watched yeah but it's so very different yeah it's weird it's yeah it's it's, it's, like, it's that whole thing of every, you know it's like familiar it's like familiar but everything's everything at the same time is like really different it's, yeah, yeah it's especially cuz that trailer is trying to do like a even as we talked about before a mystery mm. like oh what's happening here what's happening here and we're like oh it's witches I was going to say the um the first thing that I think really stood out is they definitely seem to be going f- heavier on the story and the mystery of it yes it seems like there's going to be some lore expanding yeah going on um as opposed to that one yeah which um, is that one is just straight as as we've said straightforward or is this one it looks like they're trying more in, maybe more interactions between the mm. Uh, the Susan, if they're called Susan in this film, mm. uh, and the headmistress, and like, oh, what's 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 happening between them? Yeah, what are we doing? Um, it definitely they've very clearly ditched the style of the, the style original. is n- not there, mm. but they are definitely adopting a much more kind of modern style. There seems to be a lot more kind of visually in terms of the the dance routines and stuff that mm. seem to be going on there's a few moments there where you see people dressed in quite extravagant costumes and things like that while doing these like the dance numbers which seems interesting um but it's yeah and it's, it seems yeah it's dark corridors rather than the bright red mm, one oh yeah it's going for a much more gone is the sort of bright red you know Hmm. out exterior of the school and now it looks more like a kind of soviet russian communist like kind of build like kind of architecture Very cold. Yeah. Mm. um seems like but it seems like yeah it seems like they're they might be going for a more it's got a more kind of black swanny look to it yeah i know that's an easy comparison but you know it's very similar topic, gothic so. ballet film um, yeah, it seems like they're going for some a lot more like body horror stuff though yeah. There was some like so just in that trailer alone there you saw someone her, someone's face like half kind of morphing off. Yeah. You saw someone sliding up a door frame. Yeah. Um you saw someone lying in a pool of what looks like blood or something. Like it looks like it's a bit more kind of it looks like it's going to be a lot more kind of bizarre in terms of the witchiness of things. Mm. Um which I think will be interesting. Hmm. It, yeah, like it's it's a lot more sort of because most of what we saw in there is murders you could just do to a like mm. physically. Uh, it's not much apart. Mm, there is like supernatural elements, but it's fairly physical. Mm. Is where that one almost looks like the 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 attack is like inside the body. Yeah, like it's um, no one's anywhere near you, and you're still stuff. Yeah, very more magic. It also seems like there's going to be a lot more of a conflict between the main character <clears throat> and the kind of head witch. Yeah, 
which who's played by Tilda Swinton, which mm. is quite cool. I didn't know that. Um, it seems like they're trying to set up a lot more of a cut. Whereas in that one, the head teacher, well, not the head teacher, but you know the the woman in charge, kind of just plays dumb mm. to the whole thing until the very end. It seems like in this one they're trying to set up a bit more of a Dakota Johnson is on to yeah. Tilda Swinton. Yeah, more like a and there's almost a, like yeah, a bit an intellectual a, battle. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's because there's a really cool shot in that where you see them sitting at a table. Mm. Full, you know, I guess it's kind of a mini shot, but like they're at opposite ends of the table, and the table is packed on either side with people who are laughing and drinking and stuff. But they, them two are just staring one another down from across the table. Mm. I think that's pretty cool. It kind of sets that up quite nice and visually. Um, but yeah, it definitely. I think if we didn't know that, that's a good trailer. Like, it doesn't really give away what the film yeah. is, or um, you get a sense of the school and you get a sense of the kind of tone of the film. But if I didn't know, if I didn't know what Suspiria was, I wouldn't suspect witches, 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 or anything like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah. You would just, I, you're like, oh, what's happening? In it's this quite film? a cool trailer. I like it. I, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see now now that we've seen the original it does very much feel like it's loosely tied to the original it does it's yeah like it almost feels like it could be like because I was going to say to you is that are we sure this is like a uh, like a remake and not like a sequel or a sequel boot or whatever they call them but I was like well yeah. the school burned down so it would be a bit yeah. kind of <coughs> Aye, it, it feels like it's a remake but in the very loosest sense of the term it doesn't feel like it's taking too many like, no there's it not, certainly doesn't there's only really one thing that I noticed as being very similar like a, a scene from that film um, specifically which is when she opens the she yes opens, she in the the ballet mirror that if you've seen any film about ballet you'll instantly familiar with that they have a giant mirror to or any dancer mm-hmm. uh, she opens a door behind it and that's very much like the office one yeah. in the um, in that film. And that was almost the only comparable scene. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what I said. Like, uh, like it's the only sort of like direct. It seems like there's comparison. a lot more going on outside the school in this mm. one as well. There's like a lot of exterior shots, and like you said, they even they they appear they seem to be out to dinner at that yeah. scene when they're like that doesn't look like they're in the school. Hmm. Um, and there's a few scenes kind of looks like they're on some kind of ranch or something but so that'll be quite good i think just expanding on the lore and stuff will be because as you said it's a suspiria is is at its core a basic film Hmm. so if you're gonna remake it you might as well you might as well like expand on that lore and kind of delve into it a bit more make it more mysterious Hmm. but i think it i think it looks i think it looks good like i'm excited for that um definitely uh, I don't think I don't feel like watching that you would actually um, miss much from watching the original mm. I don't feel like this the feel that this film has surprises in it that even if you've watched the original you would you're gonna get yeah, yeah. Um, especially because I've never been that all that satisfied in a horror film anyway if the if the, the one mystery you're after is it was witches all along yeah. Uh, or it was vampires this time or we gave werewolves a shot like it'd be more interesting if there's an actual plot and you're like why are these people being murdered and oh my god it turns out that it's witches that murder them but also why are the witches murdering them then like there'd be more happening hmm. also Tommy Ark is doing the soundtrack which that's pretty fucking exciting at least from where I'm standing it's it's um yeah, that'd be very strange, especially because that tra- maybe that's just trailer music, but that just felt. Well, who like was a- it? Another member of uh, Green Day? No, Green, Green Day. Day. <laughs> Fuck me. Because <laughs> I think his name is something Green. But another member of Radiohead, he did the soundtrack for uh, Phantom Thread. Yes. Yeah, that does actually sound very familiar. Mm. Um, I wish I could remember his name. I remember it was for the Phantom Thread. Um, Score is very bizarre. Uh, why don't you keep talking while I Google it? Um, what else in this? Tr- like, you're welcome to sign us off. We don't have to. I, do we have much more to talk about? I don't. I, like, I'm trying to think. Is I don't know if there's much else. Taylor Swinton Swin- looks really good. Um, she's always good. Yeah, Johnny she- Greenwood. I knew there was a reason I said Green Day. It's because you're a big fan of Green Day. I love Green Day. Danny, let me ask you something. Right. Do you have the time? To listen to me rhyme. Green Day. About what? 
It's the song about all. Oh fuck! How does it go? <laughs> do you have it? We're in September. They'll all be asleep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, good joke. Oh, good oh, 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 give me my tight five at the Stan Comedy Club. Oh. <laughs> Just gonna tell that joke and then laugh for four, four <laughs> minutes and ninety-five seconds. <laughs> ninety-five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, oh, Your tight five isn't very a tight five. You know that. I think the fact that I've just fucked up twice in the space of. I mean, it's 70 seconds. <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, um, feel free to express any um, what, any opinions on the trailer or any any opinions if you've seen this film, whether you think a remake, anything like that. Send us a message at Facebook or on Twitter. That's Second Opinion. That's Second with a Two. Heard of it. You're on it. Can't wait. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. All right. Well, All with right. that, hope you've been so Spooked. Spooked. We'll have a Halloween episode coming up soon. That's going to be like two oh, horror yeah. movies in the space of a month almost. Yeah. Well, it's fine. I like horror movies. Oh, well. I'm, I'm not. You don't really care for them. But like, I'll, I'll watch them. Yeah, watch you'll watch them. You'll watch what I make you fucking watch, you piece of shit. Yeah, okay. Eat your goddamn JK7 stuff. I will eat my JK7. Love you, Danny. Sorry, sir. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.